Hey, lovely So and Tell audience, this is Amanda, and you are about to hear one of my absolute favorite So and Tell classic episodes The Sewing Slump. Because, friends, it happens to everyone. I hope you enjoy re listening to this as much as I did. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with a brand new episode. By the way, if you love what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe to, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen. Welcome to Sew and Tell, where sewists from fashion, theater, and indie sewing bring their different perspectives to the hottest trends in the sewing community. I'm Meg Healy. I'm Amanda Carestio. And I'm Kate Zeinard. Many thanks to our sponsor, Bernina, who, just like us, is made to create. Today on the podcast, we are talking about sewist block and where to find inspiration when you're struggling with sewing burnout. We'll each share a little bit about what's inspiring us and ask to hear from you as well. Um, But before we get started, quick little check-in. How is everybody doing this week? Well, um, I've been talking to you guys about this for several minutes now. I am a bit sick myself. I got no sewing done over the weekend because I was laid up in bed with a fever and a hideous cough. So if I'm sounding a little funny, everybody, that's why. No oh. sewing. No sewing. Oh, not a single thing. Not a stitch. Yep. Oh. How about you, Meg? Well, I actually went home for the weekend, like home as in where my parents live, because that's where we're having the wedding. And I did some wedding appointments. Yay. So that was fun. Yeah. So no sewing, but necessary to do. So that was fun. And was some shoe buying. So we hear. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I found my wedding shoes. They are perfect. They're so amazing, Meg. They are so amazing. I mean, yeah, I know they... you have a basic plan for what you're going to make, but do you, I mean, you pretty much, the shoes are the first thing that's really done, right? Yes. In terms of what I'm going to look like, the shoes are done. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so that's, I just like on a whim, I was just Googling lime green heels and these came up and they have like a vintage, like vintage vibe and they're the right heel height and they're obviously green and they have been like perfect. And oh, they have that pretty silver embellishment on yes, them. Yes. I should just share, I should share everyone that picture that, um, that I sent you guys because I'm just so excited and I want everyone to experience what I'm going through the excitement of. What I'm going to wear, but there was I was contemplating. I was like, "Oh, do I just bite the bullet now? What if something else comes up?" But there was only one size left, and it was my size, like a seven and a half, like super, like random. I was like, "Well, it's a sign." Meant to be, absolutely to be. Yeah. (laughs) How about you, Amanda? I'm doing okay. It's um, yeah, just keeping myself busy with this cold, cold weather. It's kind of nice to stay inside and um be be planning out my my next couple of makes so just staying mm-hmm. busy awesome yeah in, Tor- in toronto today the entire like city is shut down all the universities the schools are closed we're having snow all day and freezing rain it's like a blizzard oh there today so nice excuse to just yeah Stay cozy inside. up inside yeah definitely and, yeah. definitely yeah we're actually having a little bounce back we're mm-hmm. i think we're gonna be in the 40s today or something so Ooh. not uh not too hideous. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, Meg, I can't do that conversion off the top of my head to Celsius. It's okay. It's okay. Neither can I. I should be able to just do it myself, too. But 
I'll look it up later. Okay. I'm sure it's cold. It sounds cold. It's, it's, above, it's above freezing, but oh. not a whole lot above freezing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get started. So we talk about Sojo every week, about what's inspiring us. But today we want to go a little bit deeper into inspiration, finding it, and what to do when it's just not coming. So in December, uh, right after our Sewing for the Holidays episode, we got this comment on Instagram from Shannon. She said, I'm curious to know, do you ever get sewers burnout or creative block, especially after the holidays when you've made presents? And I wrote back and I said, this definitely happens to me. Um, And it does. There are times when I just have no motivation to sew whatsoever. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we... We here on So and Tell, we spend a lot of time being relentlessly uh, positive and inspiring, but sometimes it's just a face we're putting on. Sometimes you just, you're just not feeling it. So I kind of want to talk about that for a little bit. Um, how about you guys? Do you guys get Sower's Block? Meg? I definitely do sometimes. Yeah, especially after, I'm kind of in one right now. I was supposed to start like my mashup last week and I just like couldn't bring myself to really start I just printed out the pattern today I think it's a lot to do with after my trip and film I just do so much I'm just need like a break from sewing so I haven't even sewed since before I guess since I was on camera in studio I haven't sewed anything since so I think that's understandable because that is, I mean, that's literally super intense yeah yeah Yeah. you're just sewing and sewing and sewing and sewing and and then you get done with it, and the last thing you want to do is sew something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, that's a lie. I did hand sew. Oh, what? My brother Gross. just brought over. Oh, I know. My brother brought over an alteration, as, you know, brothers do when they come over for games night. So <laughs> <laughs> the boys are playing Wii, and I'm hand sewing his um, a little yeah, hole in his sweater. So oh, I guess that's what I did. Well, but. that barely counts. <laughs> How about you, Amanda? You know, I don't experience sewist block very much i i don't know i'm i'm in that endless cycle of making something loving it wanting to make another one or just Mm -hmm. hop into a next project immediately and i feel like um that keeps me going i mean i'll have like you know moments of it when like three or four days when it's kind of the last thing i want to do but um between the work that we do um, with sewing and all of the time I spend on Instagram, unfortunately, I find that I'm usually ready to jump into something. But I, I do think, too, um, for me, it's more seasonal. So in the winter, mm-hmm. I'm perfectly happy to stay inside and sew a whole bunch. In the spring and summer, I feel like I probably sew less because I'd rather be outside. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So... um. What what does creative block or sew out look like for you? Sew out? Sewing burnout. Wow. Sew out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sew out should There's be another, a thing. Yeah, sew out. When you're all sewed out. What, yeah. What, yeah. Does that, I, what does that look like for you? First, do we have our sewing pun tally? Because that should definitely get added. Exactly. Remember, I think we were talking ooh, about. Ooh, ooh, I got one. <laughs> I got one, guys. <laughs> uh, what does it look like for me? Um... Yeah, it just looks like a lot of not sewing and just trying to get <laughs> trying to get myself back into it. I'll I'll more, mostly distract myself with computer work if I'm just kind of not 
feeling into it, like trying, I know we'll talk about this later, but trying to gain some inspiration mm-hmm. and just kind of get me back into it. But it just, I don't know, maybe it's just knowing that I need to like change my serger threads to what I'm like planning on sewing next. It's just exactly. all those things I make it. Worst? <laughs> and that's exactly the worst. That's exactly what it's like for me is I sit there and I have something that I'm working on or I want to work on or in theory I want to work on it. But the effort of make of taking the first step is just impossible. Mm-hmm. Either I don't have yeah. the energy to try to lay it out and cut it out, or if I was lucky enough to do that before I got hit by the uh, burnout, then it's it's getting the serger out because my serger lives in a box, except when I'm using it, and changing the thread to the right color. And just the thought of having to go through that much effort, which is really not that much effort, but mm-hmm. just... Just making myself do it is so difficult, and I won't. And I won't do it for days and sometimes weeks while mm-hmm. things sit there and wait for me to decide I I feel like actually doing it. Or occasionally I finished a project and I don't have anything else in mind and just nothing else is coming to me, and I just mm-hmm. kind of don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely get stuck if I need to tape together a pattern PDF. Mm-hmm. That's the point when I really get stuck. I get stuck on if I need to cut something out. Like if I could just mm-hmm. go sit down and sew, I think that, you know, I wouldn't, there wouldn't be a pause for me, but like just getting up the energy to, and you know, a little bit of fear around messing up or, mm-hmm. you know, cutting something wrong, messing up your fabric. Um, and I also, like if I've got a hack coming up that I'm really excited about but also a little bit nervous about I find that I tend to pause before that mm-hmm. you know no matter how and just kind of chew over it exactly um because I think I'm just you know that little bit of hesitation um because I know that you know there might be some things that I have to kind of figure out as I go um mm-hmm. and sometimes that just yeah causes me to pause like if you're sewing something for the first time yeah exactly that's what I find it yeah, yeah it's not like a, a remake of a TNT or something yeah for me it's like going to the gym it's the hardest part is just is going. putting on my workout clothes. It's just getting out, especially for me working from home too. just that first like actually leaving the house. But then once I'm there, I'm like, oh, I love it here. Like, you know, it's just great. And it's, for me, it's like sewing too. It's just that first step of clearing off the, the my table where I right. pile my PDF. But once I'm doing that, I'm fine. So sometimes I get into modes where if I tile one pattern together, and I just cut it out of fabric right away. And if I'm kind of motivated, I just do my next one. So I've been known to like all day I have, you know, the TV on that I'm cutting out three or four patterns at a time and I'm feeling good. Then it's easier when I sew. So it's just like that first step is can be hard for me. So, yeah. Right. I agree. And that's I do a lot of batch cutting for that reason. Mm-hmm. So if, if I'm in the mode to cut something out, yeah. I will try to cut out a couple of things. So exactly, that next time yeah. I come into my mm-hmm. sewing space, I can get started um yeah that's that's a big one for me the other thing that I do sometimes is if I know that I need to change my serger thread I will mm-hmm. do it like the night before oh that's or a good idea as yep. I'm ending one project and I know what I'm gonna make next go ahead and change it because I feel like it it is it's you know it probably doesn't take a whole lot of time but it's just a no. mental yeah. block for it's you a mental block space well, what you said mm-hmm. just a minute ago, Meg, um, about putting the TV on while you cut your stuff out. Oh, yeah. That um, actually brought up something to me because I don't have a lot of uh, spare time. I have a fairly long commute. And so mm-hmm. in the evenings on weekdays, I often don't do any sewing at all. 
And part of that is because I can't, the way my house is laid out, I can't like watch TV and do any sewing stuff at the same time. Um, and that means I don't spend that time with Mark that we usually spend together uh, doing mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And, you know, if I'm like crocheting or cross stitching or knitting or one of a whole bunch of other crafts, those things I can do sitting on the sofa next to him in a way that I mm-hmm. can't with sewing. So sometimes the sewing gets pushed aside in favor of something else just because it allows me to spend that time with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and yeah, I get, so yeah. many sewing tasks do require you to be in a certain room or a certain space where your machine is or your cutting table mm-hmm. is. So, yeah, it is. it can be hard because sometimes you feel like you have to kind of sequester yourself away and that's not what you want to do. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also setting up the ironing board. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> And then keeping the cat off the ironing board, which is quite a challenge in my house because he loves to sit on the ironing board and attack the uh, ironing board cover strings mm-hmm. by leaning over mm-hmm. the edge. Oh, right. So tempting. Oh, yes. Oh, definitely. those cats. <laughs> yeah. Luckily for me, uh, our loft is a no-wall zone, <laughs> so there's no walls, so I can... Sometimes it's kind of annoying because I, I'm working hard tiling my patterns and I see Julian napping and snoring in the corner. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, well, thanks, Julian. Like, but then again, he can be watching TV and we can watch it together, and I'm like two feet away from him. Right. So and yeah, so I mean, it so, definitely has its pros and cons. Right, well, right. Some walls would be nice sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I, I know Julian doesn't listen to this, so I don't really care. I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, how about uh, when you do get uh, Soas Block, does it go in cycles or does it just hit randomly? Is there something that sets it off for you? I think it can be just in the, if I'm just not feeling good about myself, you know, maybe I'm, I don't know, I'm not eating is good or going like not going to the gym in a while or I read some you know I hate to even say it but read some negative comments mm-hmm. online you know just Such it just really but but when I'm you know doing really well and I find that comes in cycles too just um uh, I think it's seasonal for me in the winter I can kind of get a little winter bluesy but for me it goes in cycles if I'm you know doing everything else. I'm just more excited to sew and I'm just in a better capacity too. And it doesn't feel like I'm just like making myself do it. But then it's kind of ironic because once I am sewing, it makes me feel better. It's just like, yeah. it's, I guess it is kind of a a big, it's like that big circle yeah. cycle. Yeah. I think mine's a cycle too. Not, not quite as dramatic as yours sounds, but you know, sometimes I'm just, I'm just sewing all the time and I'm really enthusiastic and I'm always working on something and then I'll just kind of run out of steam and I'll sort of mm-hmm. not, be doing stuff for a while and then something will spark my interest and I'll start going again. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, for me, it's it's very circular, psych- uh, circular. I don't know. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think a sewing fail can really kind of throw you off your rhythm oh, as right. well. Totally. You know, like if you're going along and then something doesn't work out very well, it can you're just like I hate sewing. I never want to sew again. You get really frustrated. Kind of feel defeated. Yeah, and then yeah. you know, and I think that that happens to me. And I always try to follow up with like a TNT that I know is going to work out and oh yeah, can like, like little... get me going again. But I feel like my my sewing um, plan is the is very similar to the way that I parent, um, which sounds very <laughs> odd, but it's it's kind of like 
adory moment. Like you, I just keep sewing. Like I think that I'm in the way that I um, am as a parent, I'm afraid of losing momentum because once you stop, it's so hard to get going again. Um, so I just, I'm like a shark. I just, I, you know, I just keep going and um, keep swimming. Yeah. Keep sewing. And also um, we'll get into it a little bit more later, but I, I think that I found some good ways to kind of stay in the sewing mode and, and in that creative thought process without actually sewing. Like, so pre- participating with your sewing practice, mm-hmm. but not actually taking needle to thread. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard for, I know me, as you were, you mentioned at the beginning of the episode, Kate, kind of our facades of, yes. you know, our jobs and our, you know, Instagram and all, you always want to seem like you don't really, it's hard to kind of share you know, a selfie would be like, oh, I just like don't feel like sewing today or, you know, yeah. I don't know. Just it's that's, hard. That's to, not what the social me. media uh, style is. The style is you're mm-hmm. always showing off all your creativity yeah. and everything great that you're doing. And the mm-hmm. days when you don't feel like doing anything great, you know, it's like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I have mm-hmm. one more little question I want to ask you about burnout and so is block. And he- here's my secret. Um. I don't actually get particularly upset when I'm blocked or burned out. Um, It's just part of the way I function. And when I am feeling that way, I just kind of, I just kind of deal with it. And, and I put my attention on other things. Maybe I'm crocheting, maybe I'm making soap, maybe I'm just playing a game on my phone for Mm -hmm. hours at a time, or I have a TV show I'm really enjoying watching. And I try not to feel guilty about the fact that I don't want to sew right now. Um, as we always say, sewing should be fun. And if it's mm-hmm. not something that is feeling fun to me, then I tell myself that that's okay. It doesn't need to feel fun to me right now. And I can wait until it feels fun again to start doing it. So my question for you guys then is how does Sew's Block make you feel? Do you feel the same way or does it make you really frustrated? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, I really stumped him that time. Yeah. I know. I remember, I mean, and I were both like thinking like, are you going to talk? No, am I going to yeah. talk? Yeah. I mean. You can go ahead first. <laughs> I definitely, I think I feel a little guilty. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so much fabric mm-hmm. in my room. Oh, totally. Just waiting yeah. for me. But at the same time, I mean, for me, I, I think it's about just that time to be creative. And for me in this Right now in my life, for that's it's sewing, but at uh, other points in my life, it's been other things. So, I think it's totally fine and normal to to, you know, explore other things. And and as long as you're feeling like that part of yourself is satisfied, who cares if it's sewing? Who cares if it's who cares if you have a huge fabric stash waiting for you? It will not go uh-huh. old. It will be there waiting for you when inspiration comes back around. Right. It ages like a fine wine. Exactly. No, just, or, you know, I was, <laughs> the smell of old fabric is so good. FYI. <laughs> Sometimes you get vintage fabric. Oh, never mind. I was actually just... thinking, I, I'm going to go really weird here for a second. I was thinking about. Oh, I already went there. <laughs> oh, sort of. Yeah. But but like farming, you know, when you're when you're farming, apparently you have to um, leave, leave a. Uh, some of your fields uh, fallow. You can't grow anything in them every few years because it uh, re-enriches the soil Mm -hmm. and gets all the minerals back to not have it be used to grow anything. And I almost feel like it's sort of that, like 
letting your sewing inspiration be fallow for a little while allows mm-hmm. you to come back um, stronger and more inspired. Oh, that's great analogy, yeah, I like Kate. It. Thank you. Yeah, I'll I'll take that because I really beat myself up. I feel really. I just yeah. I even like coming right now to record the. I was just. I'm not in a. I don't know. I'm just trying to get out of my slump right now, and it's for me. It's like not okay. Because and but I always need to tell myself. You know, the the even like the Berta community specifically, like they don't care if my mashup is one week later than what I scheduled or so right. it's like it's gonna be okay if I just need to take that time to whatever maybe I should embrace just this little break of sewing because I I come home from these sewing trips I'm so burnt out and I I feel like I just have to jump right back on the the train and then it just kind of wears me out so I'm gonna take definitely take a page from you guys and uh, take a yeah, deep breath very, and, and you know, I know. Let, it, let it age let it lay fallow yeah for a and bit. maybe take mm-hmm. a like an Instagram break says the person who is on Instagram I know, I mean, all oh the time. <laughs> but I do think, I think, you know, Instagram can be a good thing and a bad thing, especially for, yeah. you know, sewist block. If you're looking and seeing all these people create all these amazing things all the time and never seeing the other side of it, seeing the fails, mm-hmm. seeing the moments when they weren't feeling particularly inspired. Yeah. It can make you, it, that can, I think that just compounds things and, and how you're feeling on a personal level if if you're not feeling inspired. Yeah, it can kind of mm-hmm. make you feel more guilty about exactly. it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Embrace the break. Exactly. Yeah. That's Embrace like the break. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think that was a great discussion. And we're going to come yeah, back. Yeah. I feel. You feel better? Feel better already. Good. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> and we're going to come back in a minute and talk about uh, ways to trigger your inspiration and get it going again uh, in just a minute. So you're ready to emerge from your creative and sewist block, but now what? Where do you start? What kicks you back into the sewing gear? Do you find inspiration through travel, through influencers, or just a simple trick to the fabric store? Will that do it? So just quickly, what's the what's the first place that you guys go to get inspiration for a new project or out of sewers block? Definitely Instagram. But Instagram, yeah. I feel like a little. <laughs> I kind of knew you were going to yeah. say that, yeah. <laughs> but I think a little fabric shopping might, you know, yeah. usually kickstart something for me. Um, I also think maybe just giving it time, waiting until the mm-hmm. next season, because I, I tend to mm-hmm. get more excited about sewing with the season changes. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, for me, it really could be anything. It could be um, a fabric that I see. Sometimes it's a pattern. Sometimes I just have an idea for a project and then I get to run out and try to find the pattern and the fabric and then that turns into a mess because I'm quite a perfectionist. But um, usually I'm willing to put in the work if I'm inspired enough. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. I always find I get inspired by movies and tv shows Mm. and the way like if i find a character that i really like their personality the way they they dress and i just remember when like legally blonde came out i was like so inspired like all her cute like pink and uh i get really inspired by tv shows and movies i find if i'm watching like a a cop drama i'm like really into making a classic white blouse and like a like tucked into like pants like I just like I get really like I'm like oh I want to make that or something so I sometimes watch a new era maybe a time period tapping into what inspires you Kate or the trends that you like um so 
That's what I that's what I try and do. You know, oh, I cool. think there is a challenge for that. It's like hashtag yeah. sew the scene or something. And people oh. sh- sew, I think it might be the fall. People sew um, garments based on looks from movies and shows. Nice. Yeah. Amanda, you have a hashtag for everything. I do. I know. Amanda just like, she dreams of like all the hashtags. Right. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So I just, I had this thought and because I think it's happened to me actually it has and it's just the experience of a new pattern release gets gets you inspired to sew again has that ever happened to you and if so which pattern like maybe there's just like this new pat like this indie pattern for you Amanda you're like yes that that'll do it I want to make that like has um, that ever happened yeah I think that's happened to Amanda yeah, a few times all the time <laughs> most of the time I you know I'm a planner and I'm like Dang it, a new pattern came out that I want right. to make. I have to make room for it now, you know, and and stop what I'm doing, but definitely. I think I think for me pattern releases kind of keep my inspiration going. It's it's usually, I mean, I see things all the time that I want to oh, make, but I also okay. circle back around to older patterns and it just the the new pattern release kind of um creates like a nice mid-level inspiration for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my uh, inspiration is not usually tied around pattern releases, with the notable exception of that bird style coat, which I am still working on. <gasps> right. um, that one, I saw that and I'm like, ooh, drop must everything. Make. Um, yeah. But usually I find things that are already out there, or I see a new take on something that's already out there, or I go looking specifically for, you know, I want to find a pair of flared pants and so I'll go find a pair of like flared boot cut cut pants and I'll go looking at all the different places until I find one that really speaks to me so um Mm -hmm. so usually not with a rare exception Mm -hmm. you know on a related note um it's not I guess it's kind of back to inspiration something that I've been doing recently is like finding a ready-to-wear brand that is a good fit for your style oh, and kind of that's a good looking idea because I'm um, I really like uh, Madewell like all of their mm-hmm. um, just their lines and it's kind of classic but a, with a little bit of trend here and there and I feel like every once in a while I'll just go see what they have to offer um, particularly for hacks like if I know I want to make something but I want to do something a little different I'll look and see if Madewell has anything, um, but that's kind of new for me. But I think it's been a useful tool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hmm. Yeah, and even for um, me too. Just I just thought of something for what we were talking about before, and going into kind of trends too. I was just jumping on because New York Fashion Week's happening right, right now, and I was just before we were I we were calling in. I was just browsing through the shows, and it just kind of got me a little inspired too. I just forgot that I was doing that and. Because that reminded me there was um, some trends based on there was a Berta style dress pattern on the cover of the June 2017 issue. It was a cape dress. And I remember hmm. I was going through a lull and I saw that pattern on the cover and that snapped me right, right out, out of mm-hmm. it. I just I had I printed it and I made it. I went fabric shopping and I love that dress so much. And I was just seeing a lot of the trends like um kind of cape coats mm-hmm, and all these mm-hmm. cool little cape things. So, yeah, so that was the pattern for me that it just like instant snapped me out of my little sewing funk. So sometimes for me it is um can be 
a cool a cool style yeah it's cool style definitely yeah it's definitely a way to go and it, it really can like you say just snap you right out of it if the yeah. right thing hits you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i got a preview of the march berta style um 2019 issue i mean i do love i mean sometimes there are some patterns i don't love and there was nothing in that i thought that that issue would something in there would kind of spark me but it didn't but I mean it's still good a good issue it's not just a, a sewing funk snap out issue oh. but <laughs> good to know. sewing funk snap good out to know. is new hashtag <laughs> new sewing funk snap Possibly out our title. Yeah. yes so do you guys look to your fabric stash to gain inspiration or do you like something new and shiny do you like to go you know online shopping or go to the store um, I new. usually like to go to the store because generally mm-hmm. if it's in my stash, it's something that I haven't gotten the spark of inspiration for yet. And so oh, okay. that's probably not where I'm going to find a big spark. The The big spark is going to be something new, something I haven't been looking at and trying to figure out what I'm going to do with for a while. Um, yeah, I, I would say I have to go looking for new fabric to, to really spark some inspiration myself. How about you, Amanda? Mm-hmm. Um, same. I think if it's, if I, I mean, I've gotten better about adding things to my stash. Like, um, I mean, usually if there's something that I really love, I'm going to sew it right away and the leftovers right. maybe aren't as exciting. Um, but I don't know. Now, I I do currently have a few things in my stash that I'm excited about sewing. They're just more for like spring or summer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I say fabric shopping, definitely. Mm-hmm. For me, sometimes I find a thrill in the stash and I'm like, what can I do with what I have? Oh, the challenge and I of just, it. Yeah. 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 I Because I, I have, I need to store mine in like, I Tupper Tupperware, so I have like three Tupperwares, and so I sometimes dig to the bottom of each of them. And there's a fabric that was like um some leftover from a cutout or a project that I made like years ago, and I'm like, oh, what can I incorporate this? So mm-hmm. sometimes that kind of is fun for me instead of because for me it's again it's dragging myself out of the house. So maybe it's an excuse to just stay home. Be like, what can what can I do with my stash? Well, I think um <laughs> using sewing leftovers too is really can be yeah. inspiring. Oh, yeah. You know, either piecing totally. some things together or um you know, finding a pattern that uses smaller pieces something for the yoke and something mm-hmm. else for the sleeves or mm-hmm. something like that. I think you know, that that kind of creative challenge, I could see that totally getting you inspired again oh i love doing that yeah paneling like several different fabrics together right. and bernestel has amazing paneled um patterns they've so, they come out with so many i think i've named like a million dresses like panel dress or dress with panels or paneling like <laughs> i love panels so, i love panels too <laughs> yeah, i have very little opinion thing. about panels but i feel like i need to look into them more are you no comment? No at this comment time? at this time, but I will do some research and decide how I feel about panels. <laughs> oh. So I think, um, Kate, you touched on this a bit in the previous segment, but should we just embrace the creative block or wait for it to spark back up naturally, or do you force it out out of yourself? That's kind of the last question. Well, that I have. I think that I think that you asked that question as a we, and I think it's. It's different for each individual person. Um, I mean, for me. Oh, yeah, I did. Sorry. (laughs) No, I mean, that's fine. But um, I mean, for me personally, yeah, I tend to embrace it and just kind of 
go with it and then wait till it kind of comes to its own natural end and something comes to me. But that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody should do it that way. Um, Mm -hmm. That's just that's what works for me. And that's how I feel good about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's okay to let it happen. I do feel like, you know, if if it's something that's stressing you out and you're like actively searching and you want it back, I think there are some things to do. And I have um, some tricks that I use to kind of just keep going. Um, One thing is planning, because I think if you're making something and you don't really have a next project in mind, it can, it can kind of cause that pause. Mm -hmm. And I think there's down, definitely a downside of planning things out too much. Um, But I think it can, you know, cause you to, make a little leap over a period of time where you would have other otherwise um, gone into a lull. Um, I also think if you're not feeling like sitting down at your sewing machine, it's a good time to think about skill building. So taking a class, because I think mm-hmm. that can be really yeah. inspiring, you know, learning about a new technique. Um, I think um, one thing I've been doing the past year and a half is sketching. So, and and it's kind of part of my planning process, but I also think it's just, kind of a fun way to to plan things out, see them all together and have a visual for what you want to make next. And I, I think for me, once I have that visual, it's a lot easier to kind of sit down and make it happen. Um, and then, and also take some time to organize your sewing space, dig through your fabrics. Oh, yeah. um, and, and I've read online other people saying too, just kind of spending time in your space you know, and or even, you know, setting it up so that every night you're in there for 20 minutes because eventually something's going to happen. Like you can you can organize your space and then you and you can find that fabric and it can lead down a road to you, you Mm -hmm. wanting to get going again with something. So um, I think it's I think it's good to let it happen um, unless you're you're ready to get rolling again, in which case I think um, there's there's lots of inspiration out there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. If it's making you frustrated, if it's making you upset, then you should definitely do what you can to mm-hmm. force your way out of it. It doesn't upset me, which is why I'm okay just waiting. But yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that's the difference. In, that's a difference in how people deal with stuff like that. Totally, exactly. What do you yeah. think? Well, it's yeah, it's hard because sometimes, I mean. I can not get a little lazy, but if I say, oh, I'm going to take a break and then it's been a I could just see myself like obviously like if there's work deadlines, I'll do those. But in the in-between stuff Mm -hmm. and the stuff that keeps me going, it's been a month. And then it's like, okay, Meg, you got to kick yourself back. You got to force yourself out of this where for me, it could be, you know, embracing the break could be could be a long time because I don't know. I just could see myself doing that. I've never done that before, but I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm definitely there. I think that's that's my point about momentum. Like, I'm worried if I take a super big break that it's just going to be harder for to to get back in yeah. that practice again. So, but that's yeah. definitely downsides there. Oh, see, and for me, it's so much easier to get back into it when I take a break and then I'm in, really inspired when mm-hmm. I get back into mm-hmm. it instead of mm-hmm. trying to force, force myself it. to yeah. keep doing it when I'm not really feeling it. That's harder for me. Oh, okay. But. Yeah, I guess it's the guilt of me just knowing that I I need to get back into it. I know, I know, I keep relating this back to the gym, but I was, you know, feeling really good going a lot before Christmas, and then I was like, oh, I'm not gonna go 
in January because I don't want to deal with all the crowds and everything. And I'm like, oh, I'll I'll give it a couple of weeks. It's been like, what is it now? Mid-February? And I'm like, oh, maybe I should go back. I I was like taking a break. I'm like, oh, I just need a little little break. And then now it's forever. Meg, it's too cold and snowy. You just can't. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Kate. (laughs) I think the gym is a perfect. The gym is a perfect analogy as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Because it's like uh, you forget that working out it feels like it takes a lot uh-huh. of energy, but it gives you so much energy. It gives it gives you and so I, much more. Back. I feel like, that way about uh-huh. sewing. Like it initially, it feels like a lot of energy to like get out the tape and print out the pattern and head down to to my little sewing room in our basement. Um, but then, but I'm always energized after sewing. Always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well. If any of you need uh, a little boost, uh, just for the podcast listeners, you can get 50% off any Berta style pattern with code SOANDTELL at checkout. And it's spelled spelt out. It'll be in the show notes too, but the and is spelled out. And you can use that coupon until March oh 1st. My so maybe that's awesome. Yeah. Fruity suiting. Yeah. Fruity su- I have been eyeing Fruity so suiting. many Berta style patterns. So uh, yeah. So many good things. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, the fruity suiting is really continuing in the fall 2019 shows are uh, showing right now at New York Fashion Week. And there are so many colorful suits. It's it's amazing. Good to know, everybody. You can actually get on this trend without knowing it'll be over in summer. I like that. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this has kind of been the Sojo episode. We've been talking about inspiration and um, sewist block and getting re-inspired and all of that. Um, but now we're on to our official Sojo segment, which is um, always one of my favorites. And um, I wanted to hear from you guys. What is inspiring you? I'll go first. I uh, just bought some fabric, uh, fashionfabricsclub.com, which is a great online uh, fabric store. Just had a big print sale, and I kind of got myself stuck into that. So um, I got some uh, lovely crepes, some rayon crepes, for my Vienna wardrobe, and I need to find some nice blouses to make with those. They should be arriving before this um, episode drops, although they are not here yet, so I'm very excited. There's a red with white polka dots, and then there's one that's black and white and brown flowers, kind of abstract. It's really cool. And some pink and burgundy and white boucle. So we'll see if I actually can pull off a boucle, boucle jacket. So I'm excited about all of those new fabrics that I have and my Vienna wardrobe. Nice. So Meg, do you have anything for us? No, no, yes, I do. Um, I'm just going to ease myself into it before I tackle, because for my mashup, I'm sewing a trench coat. And Ooh. I just, I need a, like a... Uh, a starter project and so mm-hmm. I actually have mm-hmm. uh, a Nico turtleneck top already cut out I cut it out in December and my serger's already in white so I'm gonna do that first to kind of ease me in to my trench coat so I'm gonna sew finally a Nico turtleneck cute that sounds great so, I I'm so I excited. love the idea of having a starter project I do that yeah. every time I'm gonna sew jeans I usually sew the lander pants first because it kind oh, of nice. like you know, it's a little bit easier to to wrap my head around and then I'm like ready for a nice meaty project. Mm-hmm. So that's a smart mm-hmm. idea. I love guys. it. 
Yeah, and it's already cut out. So. Even better. I have nothing to nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah and and the surge is already ready to go. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good way to get yeah, yourself I'd... going again. Yeah, and in a meeting we had, um, we were all in this meeting earlier. We had a long discussion of turtlenecks. So <laughs> it reminded me that I had one cut out. <laughs> How about you, Amanda? Um, I I've got a couple things going right now, but I just started to get a little inspired for spring. So. Nice. Um, I was thinking about some dresses. What that I wanted to sew? A dress? Yes, yes, <gasps> and a jumpsuit. Of course. What? what? Oh, mind blown. Mind blown. Mind blown. Um, so I feel like I do this every February, and then you know we get <laughs> our second winter here in March, and um, and then yeah. our third winter in April. Exactly. And, our fifth winter and in then May. it snows in May. Oh, so, no. um, but at any rate, I'm just I'm gonna let my excitement go where it wants to go, and it is all about spring stuff and summer stuff. Awesome, yeah. yeah. We'll see where it leads. Um, let's dive into sew and tell. Um, last episode, we asked, and we got some great responses to what's your favorite menswear pattern. And so I have a comment from TKing153 on Instagram, and they said, I used to always make myself a new dress for Easter and then make my husband a matching tie. I mostly just make pajama bottoms now. So I can obviously relate to the matchingness mm-hmm. of the so like, donut shirt cute. and skirt. That- yeah, that's fantastic. <gasps> oh. Yeah, I love, love matching. Um, Lisa... Poblins on Instagram said, I love the Jutland Pants by Thread Theory Designs because I've really made it my own. I've made two for my husband and two for me with different pockets, one pants and one shorts. And I have another pair cut out for me. My husband likes them so much he even started sewing a pair of shorts himself, but he hit a few snags that derailed his project. And I love this idea because, uh, you you guys, there's a challenge called... um, uh, so menswear for everyone, I think. And um, it's at taking a look at menswear patterns and kind of how they can work for women too and how they can, you know, be a good mm-hmm. fit for everybody. And I love that because I feel like a lot of what I make is like right on that line. It's not overly mm-hmm. feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love it because like here's the perfect opportunity to buy a pattern, you know, for your husband or for your whoever but, you know, secretly have it be for yourself. Um, uh-huh. So I, I just love that, you know, multitasking. Um, and this episode, we were wondering, um, do you ever sew or sorry, do you ever suffer from sewist block and how do you deal with it? Um, so let us know. You can um, answer right on the show notes page. Email us at sewintelpodcast at fwmedia.com. And or comment on Instagram. We are at SoIntelPod. Um, so let us know if you suffer from Soas Block, how you get over it, um, and what your tips are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love to know. Guys. Definitely <laughs> need tips. No. <laughs> and uh, before we close out, I just want to thank everyone who took our survey. It was really valuable for us to get your feedback and to know what you like about the podcast and what you would like to see happen on the podcast. And we really appreciate you taking the time to let us know. Yes. Love feedback. Yes. yes. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. And don't forget <laughs> about the special BertaStyle.com discount code. When is that good until Meg? 
March All 1st. Right, perfect. Awesome. Yeah. And remember, you can find that on the show notes, pa- yes. show notes page. If you, <laughs> show notes page. Ooh, ooh, I got another pun. Um, yes. It's, it's uh, so and tell, spelled out, S-E-W-A-N-D-T-E-L-L. And if you forget that, run over to the show notes page and we'll have it there too. Yay, discount. Mm-hmm. Yay, Mom- discount. Yay. Remember in the first episode when I spelled so and tell wrong? Yes, we totally do remember that. It was SEO, right? <laughs> I was really afraid I was about to do that. It's hard to spell <laughs> stuff out loud. It really is. Yeah. All right. Thanks guys. for listening, everybody. And thanks for having this chat with me. I feel like it was really neat digging into the mm-hmm. uh, the idea of Soas Block and how to deal with it. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very nice chat. All right. Happy stitching, everybody. Happy stitching. Bye. Bye. For links to everything we talked about in this episode, go to our show notes page at sodaily.com slash sewandtell. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at sewandtellpodcast at fwmedia.com or visit us on Instagram at sewandtellpod. Answer the Sew and Tell question, tell us your sojo, or just leave us some feedback. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. And please leave us a review, ideally a good one, because that helps listeners like you find our podcast. And tell your sewing friends about us, too. Thanks for listening, and happy stitching. Sew and Tell is a production of FNW Media Studios and is produced by Meg Healy, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Zeinard. Our consulting producer is Ron Doyle, our audio engineer and editor is Evan Rutherford, and our executive producer is Jared Mayer. <laughs>